Welcome back to Recruitment 101 podcast, uh, Skills Alliance. Today we're talking with Akbar, Ali and Kieran Phillips, uh, all about the candidate experience. Uh, so I'll pass it over straight away. Uh, Kieran, do you want to start with a little bit about yourself? Yeah, great. Thanks, Millie. Great to be here. Um, so I'm Kieran. I head up the software and R&D team here at Skills. I've worked in recruitment for eight years now and team manager for four of those. Um, like Akbar, I focus in the medical device industry. We work with companies across medical imaging, navigation, surgical robotics, diagnostics and digital health. And the team is made up of one member who hires for R&D engineers and another that looks at software developers, C++ uh, and C Sharp. So I work across these functions, looking at retained, exclusive and leadership roles. Amazing, thank you. And Akbar? That's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> <Quite an laughs> was, yeah. KP, love that. So, yeah, I, I've been in recruitment for about a decade now. Celebrated decade. I didn't know it was a decade. Yes. Oh, wow. As of October the 7th, a decade. Wow, well, happy in... decade from... <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's always been medical devices so I started out working for an organization called Projectors Consulting that was kind of my first proper job and I was there for about uh, six years and then I came over to Skills in 2019 um, great piece of recruitment from Beck Barnes to sway me away from, from my home but I've come to a better home now thankfully Absolutely. and essentially when I joined Millie I, it was just me um, then from there on we've come to nine people now, we're a team of nine, very thankful to have KP on the team as well, we worked together at Projectors before so we have history. Mm, yeah, Akbar <laughs> <laughs> cajoled me into, into moving across and uh, it was a good, good decision. <laughs> Don't tell them about the brown envelope. <laughs> So what we do is end-to-end -end stuff, Millie. So Kieran does a lot of the software side. Me, however, it's when a company is ready to go commercial, take a product to market, I help them with clinical commercial hires. And it's from C-level all the way down to individual contributor roles. And it's all across the EU uh, as well as the US. Um, so yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Thank you. Thanks, both of you. That was they were they were great introductions. <laughs> uh, if I do say so. <laughs> so um, I'll crack on to the first question. So this is this is all about candidate experience. So as we know, the candidate experience is split into four key areas. So there's identifying specialized talent. There's transparent and open communication, personal touch, and the consultative approach. So, with those four areas in mind, can you talk to me about identifying specialised talent? You know, how do candidates know they are getting the best experience from you? Um, yeah, do you mind if I take the lead on this one? Okay, Go ahead, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, firstly, that's a very good question. Those four points that you made, it sounds like you've been a recruiter yourself. Are you sure you're in marketing? <laughs> I know, I've been hiding it all this time, secretly. It's a good secret. We'll keep it in this room. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the first thing I would say is it's a small world um, and it's an even smaller industry. So what's quite important is networking. And one of the ways I've been able to network over the years is going to industry conferences. So... I've been to Paris for one of the largest cardiology conferences called Euro PCR. Um, my cardiology 
people that will be listening to this hopefully will know <laughs> that and you know been to Germany as well link one of the uh, biggest endovascular conferences um, represented skills alliance a couple of years ago at the CX symposium uh, for Charing Cross again an endovascular uh, conference and, and hopefully there'll be loads more to you know go to um, when you go to these industry events not only get, do you get to see the you know product first hand you also get to you know, see some faces that you've um, seen before and new faces as well, um, along with them introducing you to other people within the organization or someone they might know at a different booth. Um, the, the other piece is, you know, my, my job is to essentially advise. Um, we know how important it is to, uh, you know, make sure the candidate gets the right role. Um, and, and, you know, you, you spend more time essentially working than you do with your family so completely understand that whenever someone makes a change it needs to be completely right for them mm. um, again for me the role I play is um, to add right mm. I, I want to um, fill more of the room if that makes sense um, provide more visibility um, so they're aware of you know everything before they make a choice to wanting to interview uh, along with, you know, whether they take the job or if, if they don't. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a coach ultimately, that's that's how I like to see myself. Um, I'll give you an example, uh, a role that I worked in Ireland earlier this year, uh, it was in a very niche market and the uh, peripheral vascular space. Um, it's, a, it's a very technical role because you, you're quite involved in you know, patient on the table, operating room, the surgeon there, and you're implanting a product into that patient. Um, it's a clinical cell, and, and you know, you had more responsibility, more salary, um, and he was trying to get someone who's quite settled the way they, where they were, which was more in the orthopedic space. But what we were able to realize together, me and the candidate, in the long run, it was going to be a better opportunity for him, his family, his career, uh, and it was a win-win and you know we got the project at the uh, end and, and you know I checked in with him a couple of weeks ago um, mm -hmm. he's one of the highest performers in the company oh, in Europe fantastic yeah so <laughs> <laughs> long may that long may that continue so um, yeah that, that's sort of my nutshell answer in you know how we identify special talent in, mm -hmm. in our industry and nice yeah yeah, so f from my side, similar to Akbar, really, you know, being that coach, it, it's so important. And um, in software, in technical, in R&D, it's, it's very niche, it's highly specialised. Mm -hmm. and, and so what that means is typically the talent pool is very small. Would uh, you say that you know all, being so niche, would you say that you know pretty much all of the... <laughs> all of the talent that's... Or is that a bit, is it not that niche? <laughs> Do you know everyone? Uh, you can never know everyone, and yeah. that's the beauty of it. There's always that, that stone that, that you haven't looked under. There's always someone in, that's in the network, in the market somewhere, probably that you're not aware of. And, yeah. you know, they, they're, they're constantly unearthed through, again, your network referrals. Um, you come across people, you know, for example, a lot of people use LinkedIn. It's a great tool, a great resource to find finding talent, right? Mm -hmm. um, but but it's only as good as the person's profile has you know, has been made. Yeah. Um, so you know if that's not up to date, then you won't find them mm -hmm. um, unless you use other other tools, right? So mm -hmm. um, 
LinkedIn is a big one. Obviously, networking and referrals, which we'll, we'll get onto a bit later, is, is important as well. Um, and like Akbar said, coaching people um, through that process is really important because if you're a candidate, um, you know, you're highly sought after in, in the space typically, right? So um, in order to best prepare and best understand about the company, you need to know about that process. So, you know, we, we guide everyone as effectively as possible and this is so important because mm. you know you, you you want to know what to expect mm -hmm. from that process what's the, the client looking for how are they going to assess me mm -hmm. you know um, so how do we do that well firstly it's understanding what the clients looking for mm -hmm. um, asking them how they're looking to assess this talent um, and understanding their process right so that's number one um, number two is uh, really, uh, what they're measuring that on? What what's the baseline of, of success? What does good look like for that that company? Um, sometimes that's personal. Mm -hmm. You know, the hiring manager will have preferences, and you know, ultimately, take the technical aspect away. People work with people, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, there's a lot of subjective assessment that also goes into that interview process, and. Truly knowing your clients really helps you prepare candidates. And that's one of the reasons, right, that recruiters, I think, offer a lot of value mm -hmm. to job seekers. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you could apply online and you get invited for an interview. What can you expect? Well, that's what we're here to do is to, is to guide and assess. So, you know, interview processes, by the way, as well, they're not standardized. Mm -hmm. they, they differ a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, particularly startup companies, um, each has their own way of doing it. Yeah. So understanding that and being able to guide that, it's, it's really important. And you know, we're mindful not to coach every single candidate. You know, we want to help you, but we're, we're not going to tell you exactly what to do because the last thing we would want for our clients or, or would be beneficial would be for you know, them to say, okay, every candidate is, is telling me the same thing. Robotic. And, you know, <laughs> robotic, yeah. yeah, all yeah, yeah. Give them the like a cheat code. Well, this is it. You know, and you, you hear that. I've heard a story of, of someone that, you know, simply <laughs> sent uh, an assessment out hmm. to, to help the candidates and every single one had the answers. And wow. obviously that's not... Ideal. That's not useful. It's not <laughs> yeah, ideal. It's no, not yeah. why, why we're here, right? So hmm. the objective is make them feel assured. Mm -hmm. Make you as a candidate feel assured that you understand really what that next step is and what's in front of you and mm -hmm. how to prepare for that as, as best as you can. Mm -hmm. So you've kind of touched upon it already with that. So obviously you, communication is, mm. is, the, is the key thing here, you know, not, not over communicating and giving them the answers, <laughs> but, but communication and yeah. knowing, you know, knowing what they don't know, so knowing about the job, if they applied from online, they wouldn't get. Yeah. So with that in mind, how does using a recruitment agency enhance the communication even more? So from what you've just said, anything to add? Yeah, I see the glasses have come on, Millie. So <laughs> she means business. I come the odd one out now, because Kieran, you've got a glass, you've got a glass, I should have got mine. Um, yeah, no, to answer your question, how does using a recruitment agency enhance uh, communication? Uh, well, the first thing we need, to understand, we need to appreciate is that we live in a busy world, right? Um, things is, 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 is it's, it's full on sometimes. Um, 
and and I quote this according to a 2023 talent survey on candidate experience nearly 63% of candidates say they are dissatisfied with the level of communication from employers after applying and a further 81% say clear and continuous communication would greatly improve their experience. Come in with those stats. Yeah. <laughs> you pulled through with those stats. Try to do my research. <laughs> now, most of the candidates I speak to um, with, um, you know, have many things on their agenda, these candidates, like they have families and, and you know, the, the roller coaster ride that you go through and you have one. Mm-hmm. Um, the good and the bad. <laughs> the current job, of course. Um, bad weather in the UK. If you're living in the UK, oh, yeah, it's raining cats and dogs out there. It today. is. Oh, I haven't heard that expression in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. There you go. Now, I'm here, and my duty is to take one thing off their plate, which is the recruitment side of things, and make sure that's managed in the most efficient way. Um, you know, possible. Uh, at the same time, do it with discretion, mm-hmm. because when you're speaking to these candidates, you know they come to the table and they tell you confidential information, such as you know the current situation with their team, their manager, mm-hmm. what the salary is, and how they're performing against their target, how the company is performing. Um, so, I feel like we need to create, and we do that really, really well. Create a space where they feel safe, mm-hmm. uh, and and they feel they can be honest with us, and. and feel that will be professional to keep that uh, confidential. Mm. Um, it's also to it's making sure they have all the information um, when they go into you know these interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who are they actually going to meet, um, and giving them a description of um, um, you know who that individual is, what their role is, um, you know what companies they've previously worked for, and based on my experience with that hiring manager, how are they like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so making them aware of that. Um, what to expect? Um, is it going to be a uh, just like a general chat? Is it going to be competency-based? Um, is it is it going to be metric-based? Um, just make, make them aware of what, what to expect so they go into that meeting um, you know, prepared, mm-hmm, give them mm-hmm. an indication of, you know, what the time frame is going to look like end to end, right? And explain what's what's next um, so they don't feel like they're in a space where it's dark, unknown, and yeah. they don't know anything. That's the horrible thing, isn't it, about applying <coughs> for jobs when you've got loads on the go and, no. and you, you stop hearing from them, you think, oh, that went really well, and then you don't, <laughs> and then you don't hear from any, <laughs> but you're there to save the day. <laughs> It's, it's never nice, many of those no. things, and, and we try and our best mm-hmm. every time to prevent that from happening. And it, it's taken off the pressure. Like sometimes when you go into these processes, especially the guys that I deal with most of the time, they, uh, the commercial people, right? With mm-hmm. commercial people, you get egos, big egos, and when they go into interview processes and, um, and, and, and it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. it dents the ego. So um, it's, it's sort of like removing that pressure or it's okay, you have a job, this doesn't work out, we'll find you something else, mm-hmm. maybe something even better, right? Well, I always think of, you know, applying for a new job, it's like having a, another job as well, like, you've got to, <laughs> you know, you've got to maintain your current job whilst also devoting <clears throat> so much time, so obviously when you go through you mm-hmm. guys, it's going to take that pressure off of, you know, having to 
do all of the research, all of the preparation, mm -hmm. like keeping on track of everything, because oh, yeah. you do it for them. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, and couldn't agree more. Regarding ghosting, it's it's one of the most common frustrations, right? Mm. Everyone knows ghosting, right? And as a job seeker, you're already in sometimes a situation that's you know. Um, Stressful, you know, you're looking for your next next role. You're out of work perhaps or you know your situation right now is really not enjoyable and and the interview process it's uh, it's, it's arduous it takes a lot out of you and uh, And that uncertainty that the unknowing is is, is is where you don't want to be right so removing that uncertainty with a simple update or you know if people aren't looking to move forward if the client is not looking to move forward let them know that that's you know, mm -hmm. it's well received and, and, and respected. So, um, on that note, one of my clients is really recently very good at this. Um, what we do is is keep the candidates engaged in that process, and um, you know, sometimes that that is letting them know that right now they're not looking to move forward. Um, one of my clients sent out a, a great email, essentially saying saying this to candidates: you know, we're moving forward with others. Um, for, for these reasons, however, your profile is all, also very interesting, mm -hmm. you know, and this, this is a personal touch, you didn't need to do that, you mm -hmm. didn't need to do that, but that's something like that keeps that engagement so high, mm -hmm. because if that first crop of, of talent doesn't materialise, mm -hmm. then those that have been waiting, rather than just feel as if they've been ghosted, you mm -hmm. know, and it's been three, four weeks down the line, and they're thinking, oh, they've suddenly come back to me now. <laughs> Oh, maybe I don't feel as strongly as I did initially mm -hmm. because they've probably gone through that interview process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they might make that assumption, but just that that personal touch, going that extra mile, it's really well received. So, and we can do that obviously if we if we understand the the circumstance and scenario as well. But um, yeah, from from a communication perspective, I'd say like the three main areas is is at time scales. Uh, information, which which Akbar's already mentioned, really important, and and the other thing is expectation and negotiation, mm -hmm. and and you know these are the three areas that that, that we offer a lot of support with. Um, so timescales. So um, job seekers typically uh, they're looking for something to happen, and this sometimes job seekers are typically looking for a job and might be looking for some urgency to, to get this done quickly and this is where we can help we mm -hmm. work with pace uh, we can get things organized and scheduled and you know push push timelines to get something as as soon as possible if that best suits them mm -hmm. now that said sometimes if you're a passive candidate you might not want things to move very quickly mm -hmm. and you might want some time to slow things down, to consider. Mull on it. Mull on it, yeah, or additional conversations, exactly. Yeah. Um, and if that, that's the case, that's fine also. We can, we can help with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we can slow things down and let the client know that, you know, perhaps we, we modify the, the next steps, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so there's, there's that point. The, the information aspect, like Akbar <laughs> mentioned earlier, and, and the great analogy, and, and he, he said himself as well, visibility um, now we're a bridge of communication between the job seeker and the employer right and the interview process can be uncertain can be complicated and and so an analogy that I often use is if you're a job seeker at the start of the interview process you hear about a company or you speak to a recruiter it's like you step into a room but that room is is pitch black right mm -hmm. it's completely dark you can't see anything mm -hmm. and so 
what happens is, as you hear about the opportunity and you discuss the company, suddenly the room is illuminated a little bit, you know, uh, let's say there's a, a, a spotlight that, mm -hmm. that's on a certain aspect. Um, right, you see where I'm going with this? I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so then with extra conversations, with every bit of additional information or research that, mm -hmm. that the, the, the applicant does or you as a job seeker do, you know, you add more spotlights until you begin to see more of the room, more of the picture. Floodlight it. <laughs> exactly, right? So, so shine as many floodlights, and this is what we're here to do. Yeah. Right? It's, to, it's to illuminate as much as possible and to remove that uncertainty, remove mm -hmm. the darkness, and, and, and fill it with as much light so that the job seeker can know you can never fully illuminate the, the, the you can never switch yeah, the light on yeah. by the way because <laughs> you've got to do it by torches no <laughs> have some good ones this is it because you you know as a job seeker you never know unless yeah. unless you've worked at the company before yeah but even then things you change still don't know, yeah. yeah the management can change the culture can change things change over time mm -hmm. um if you know someone in the business great but you can never switch on the light until you work for the company yeah but the objective from a job seeker's perspective i always say it's it's to try and find out as much information to make that decision. And that's what we're here to do, is to allow that, um, that illumination, if you will. Um, and everyone has heard of that story of a person who goes through five interview processes, multiple conversations, the company offers a salary, and that salary to nowhere near where it needs to be for mm -hmm. them to accept. Yeah. Right? And this um, it's frustrating for everyone involved. 100%, yeah. You know, this has got to be one of the biggest failures in terms of experience and, and recruitment process. So, you know, how, how do you stop that? How do you prevent it? Yeah. Right? Um, and that's one area we're here to support with as well. It's making sure that expectations are aligned mm -hmm. and that so there isn't any surprises when it gets to offer stage. Yeah. Um, because many people are not entirely comfortable having a conversation about financial expectations or salary. Um, in sales, mm. more so, they're used to negotiating. That's something that sometimes they enjoy. Yeah. In engineering. Built into them, isn't it? Built into <laughs> them, right? And sometimes they like to take ownership and they say, well, leave it with me. <coughs> Millie, I'll, I'll, I'll negotiate this one. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it. You know, I'll be in touch with you. And we're here again to support and guide. That's mm -hmm. fine. Um, with software, it's a little bit different. Engineering, typically, it's not as much of a, a comfortable conversation to have. Mm -hmm. And so, again, what we don't want is for candidates or clients to be surprised at the end of the process when it comes to that, that offer. Um, and here, again, communication, it, it's so key because mm -hmm. clarity from the start, but also throughout the process to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, the client has the best chance of acquiring that person and then the job seeker has the best chance of achieving fair compensation for their experience without also pricing themselves out mm -hmm. you know when they when when they compare to, to others in the market so you know those those three areas just to reiterate it's you know time scales information and then negotiation mm -hmm. no i absolutely loved the uh light in the room analogy yeah <laughs> that yeah. was that was fantastic um so obviously we've i think i used that one have you? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I used it yesterday when you sent your notes to me. I was like, wow, this is a perfect way to Let's steal it. Yeah, you know, live this situation by explaining it in the most simplest form. And 
uh, because, yeah, and, and the conversation went quite well. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No, analogies are, are so powerful because you can explain a concept and, and it's way more... Um, so, uh, it's way as, more... As, you, as soon as you associate with something else, you yeah. understand automatically, so you can be explaining something really difficult. But making it easy. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. You know. I think Einstein said, "If you can't explain something simply, then you don't understand it well enough." Yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. That is. So obviously we've touched on this a little bit already. So there's not really too much to add to this. But as recruiters, you you you've obviously already talked about how how you help these people and how you have this knowledge of you know the market. <laughs> The, the companies, the clients, everything that they need already. Mm-hmm. But how, how do you offer that extra personal touch? Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a really good one. And, and I guess, look, I mean, recruitment processes sometimes, it can be long-winded. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, big decisions need to make, be, be, be made. And it's important to explain to the person that you're, you know, working with that you're both on the same team. Um, and you know you've made changes as they are going to change, and it can be you know quite daunting making that change because you know you have new colleagues, new manager, logistics, new office. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 relating with them um, and 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 you know knowing them through that you know through that. And sometimes when you do that, you need you need to sometimes have difficult conversations. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, sometimes that happens. Um, I think for me, I, I always try my best to create a space for honesty. Um, again, as I mentioned before, uh, create a space where everyone feels safe to mm-hmm. you know, be themselves. Um, you know, recruitment, it's about relationships. It's about interacting with other human beings. So I just try and make it as human as possible. Um, my, my intention is always to provide something long-term, um, providing the best possible experience for that for that individual and I'll tell you a story um, a, a guy that I worked with in the UK UK Candy and this relationship probably started out in 2014 and the first time we worked together uh, I placed him right mm-hmm. and placed him into a, a niche little cardiac surgery company him coming from a bigger company background and when we went through that experience, um, he wasn't just a candidate. We we became friends, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we stayed in contact via WhatsApp, and, um, and 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 obviously time passed, and and it was 2015, and on a company incentive, right? We we're about to board a plane to Ibiza um, with my colleagues at the time. It was Projectors Consulting, and I, I see this tall guy. I was like, this guy looks familiar. So I have a second glance. I was like, no way, I know him, I've placed him. Yeah. So I, I world. literally, yeah. literally um, I went over to him, we had a, had a chat. Um, he wasn't too far away from me on the plane, so we, we shared a couple of drinks. Um, and some of the spots that he was going to in Ibiza, we went to the same spots. Um, so we, we had a great time and met his friends and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the clock obviously ticks and we're into 2018 now mm-hmm. and he's open to opportunities because the company that I placed him at got acquired right so that happens and, and you know we work on another project together um, unfortunately that one didn't work out um, mm-hmm. but 
the the, the moral of the story is, um, you know, you you you, ne you never know where a relationship could go. Mm -hmm. So, um, whenever you're in that space, give it your best and you know try and try and have good intent intentions at heart. You know? Yeah, it always it always shines through when yeah. you. Yeah, if someone didn't care, I think it'd be obvious, you know. Like, yeah. if someone actually cares about something, uh, it shines through. Yeah, yeah. If he wasn't a fan, he definitely wouldn't have gone to play. No, yeah. like, <laughs> he I'm was this guy. Yeah. We head down. We head down, boys. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I, I understand. Like, recruiters sometimes there's a perception perhaps in the market that, that you know recruiters are a certain way and um, ultimately you know you said it right you need to care and, and mm -hmm. that's that's central and people might assume you know it's in sales right care about money and success and doing well and achieving great things which for a lot of people that's what drives them mm -hmm. that's not what gives them the purpose and um, recruitment isn't an easy role it's mm -hmm. not an easy job to do so a lot of things can be outside of your control and you have to love speaking to people and connecting with people um, and be passionate about what you do. And there's an incredible podcast with Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. It's a high performance podcast. If anyone, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. If anyone's uh, interested or, or aware of that, check it out. And, and he explains that for him, he anchors really his his mindset, his approach mm -hmm. on these three core values that, that he has and, and these really um, inform him and, and it essentially it's what he aspires to be. Um, and so I thought this was great, I took it on board and m approach, my personal approach is uh, three core values wise, it's dedication, integrity, curiosity. Mm -hmm. And that's for me, that's my personal style, my brand, my character, my, 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 you know, how I operate, if you will, and different people, different crews will have different styles. Another in my, in my team, another person has resilience, openness, determination, and then another has positivity, hard work, reliability. Now, each of these are, are slightly different, distinct, and obviously everyone has their own character, and, and this is what job seekers really experience working with us. It's 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 that personal interaction um, you know what I believe is that we're here to help people and recruiters get purpose from helping and you know the money is a is a nice to have it's what we get rewarded for it's very commission-based it's very you know from that perspective but that's not the reason that most people get the true enjoyment out of it um, crossing your fingers there Kieran <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's great. You know, the perks of, of recruitment when you're doing well are, are exceptional. Yeah. Um, but you know, people really like what 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 truly I think gives purpose and and, and value is that that deeper meaning with mm -hmm. life, not mm -hmm. just in work but in life. Is you know they also he talks about ikigai, which is central like purpose and gives you fulfillment in your life. Mm -hmm. And this is like a, an overlap of what you what you're good at, what you love doing what the world needs and then important, important, well important, <laughs> importantly what you get paid for as well yeah. <laughs> so you know all of those are, are, are actually important right yeah, yeah. if you if you can satisfy all of that then you get that that purpose and um 
We're in an amazing space. We work in the medical device industry, right? Most mm -hmm. of us have exceptionally strong desires to, to connect and, and make a positive impact. And the industry for that is, is, is the best in the world, right? The companies we work with save lives, mm -hmm. um, prevent suffering, impact society in, in, in incredible ways, really positive stuff, cancer detection, robotic surgeons, critical care, heart-lung machines, people that are, you know, on the edge of, yeah. of, 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 of peril, right? And this technology is, is allowing them to survive. So it's amazing to be part of that and to contribute to the industry. And, you know, the personal touch, that passion, mm -hmm. I think is, is, is what, you know, keeps you going, gets you up in the morning and, and really uh, it makes you curious as to help these companies, but also help find find their next, next step. Mm. Well, I think that is a great way to actually finish this this podcast today. It's been amazing speaking to you both, getting pretty philosophical at the, at the end there. Um, it's been great speaking to you both. And, you know, if any of the listeners have any medical device uh, jobs that, they, uh, <laughs> that they're going for, get in touch with these guys because you know you are in the best hands. So thanks again, guys. Really, um, I think I, I speak for both of us when we say this. This is our first podcast, um, and thanks for making it. It's, you know, have, have some very good question for us, and um, it's been quite easy, and we've been quite comfortable um, mm -hmm. answering answering your questions. And first of many, hopefully. First of many, mm. we'll do a, a med device series. So yeah. uh, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> There's um, a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us, Millie. Thanks no for having worries. us. It's been great. And yeah, software engineers, R&D engineers, um, reach out myself, Henry Caprice, drops a line on LinkedIn. <laughs> and uh, yeah, happy to help. Well, join us next time then on Recruitment 101. Thanks.